everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. I am your host, the purveyor of all things dorky within the scope of professional wrestling and sports entertainment. I am Grum, and I am coming from coming to you live from the inside of a 2012 Ford Edge that I call my own. That's right. I'm big baller status. Um, good to have you guys. My voice sounds off is because last night as I record this, uh, I was at the Sixers game, and I was yelling feverishly, ferociously, in favor of my Philadelphia 76ers who uh, who lost. But I wanted to be known, I did not leave until the game was over, over, um, and uh, yeah, made sure Nikola Jokic did not end up with a, with two good free throws. Um I don't, got, I don't know what I got much to do. I got, I got, I mean, not much of it, not too much to update y'all on. Um, phase one, last couple episodes, uh, going to be recorded in the next two weeks. And then we're going to start getting prepared to do uh, the video, um, the video podcasts. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how I want to do it just yet. Um, I mean, I do know. It's just a matter of. Uh, being more attentive when doing uh, these uh, podcasts because it's normally you you know I, I hope you guys get the feeling of it of like just a group of friends sitting down and and bullshitting um, and that's that's the aim right is I just want to hit record and that's what we do right we follow a, a lo- loosely follow a guideline an outline of sorts and then we just bullshit right. Um, but with the video podcast, uh, it becomes a little bit more of a production. Uh, I go from having to be able to sit back and enjoy and listen to my, to my, uh, guests, my friends, my pals, and I have to make sure I hit buttons right. I need to make sure that, you know, the scene has the microphone on and and all that stuff is, is good to go. Um, which isn't to say I don't want to do that it's just to say that it's a little bit of a I don't know, an annoyance I'm just making sure everything's set up and that's and that's with everybody being um, on on camera right not everybody's gonna have the capability of being on camera if they don't want to be on camera they don't have to be on camera I'm not gonna be like oh you can't be on camera uh, then I don't want you on that's not the case it's just a matter of like I want to take this to the next step I want to be able to you know, grow this a little bit more because we're almost, funnily enough, uh, it is um, March, as I do this, March 15th, we are but four months away from our uh, our one-year anniversary, or one, one, one full year of doing it. Episode 53 would be one year, uh, you know, I guess 52, right, would be a full year, it was 52, and then the following year, I yeah, I guess that's the case. I mean, fuck it, why not? Let's do fifty-two is like a one-year, one-year you know thing, and then and then fifty-three is a one-year anniversary, right? We're like we've been doing it for one year, and then we do it, we, we celebrate that we've been doing it the next week. Um, uh, I do have planned in August we do a um, what should we call it? Uh, a theme month. We're gonna do our first theme month. It's going to be. Vince McMahon month. So every topic in August will be about Vince McMahon because he's done a lot of stuff that has been dorkside eligible. 
but yeah, this week we've got a good episode. It is myself. It is Shay. It is there can only be Vaughn. Both of my friends from Twitch talking about uh, Mike Awesome, that '70s guy, Mike Awesome, and his short program with the Dark Carnival, which is Vampiro and the Insane Clown Posse, and my God. The Insane Clown Posse in 2000, WCW, was not good. Not, not good at all. Um, but it did provide this topic for today's episode. So without further ado, myself, Shay, there can only be Vaughn, here on the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. Yeah, you know, just because we all, like do kind of we do know each other from twitch that is like a whole thing with twitch streamers like they aren't legally allowed to work at uh in america canadians and stuff or anyone traveling to places they don't do it with a visa they just go there and say like i did that i've done that many times where i've streamed <laughs> from america i'm like this is super not allowed like it, yeah if wow. it all because you were streaming just because yeah. i was streaming because technically oh. it was your job so like that would be considered working and like same thing they're independent contractors um and like they work, yeah. like I assume they would work for themselves and they get, and they get paid. Okay. Well now wow. you're banned because you weren't there on a visa. Is it just because like, uh, you know, content creation like that, it just hasn't gotten to a point where they can kind of track, you know, it's kind of unprecedented now in the last decade, decade or so. Maybe that has something to do with it. Like, or it's just like the same thing with the wrestling, probably just under the table or whatever until you end up getting caught. Apparently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it. That's just wild to think about though. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like, I never thought about that, but everybody who travels to TwitchCon or to the PAX, you know, events and they're international are breaking international laws. I'm going to strike this from the court from this episode. We can't we're out here ratting on our fellow content creators, you know, yeah. you I, know? I've, I've admitted to breaking international <laughs> podcasts. Fuck, just pull get- just pull Mariah Carey like Twitch. I don't know her. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. We got to get we got to this. Well, you know, or spin zone. This is how we we unionize Twitch, um, so that they uh, so when you do travel uh, as an affiliate and a and a partner, um, you know you're you're legally allowed to do so because of work. Like I didn't yeah. even think well, of that, that was like that was Keontae who traveled. I don't know that guy. Yeah, I don't That's, know Keontae. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, that was Keontae. So I don't know. Well, now I'm thinking about it. I'm like I I have claimed going to Twitch Toronto as. Like I've claimed that all my tax returns. Um, oh yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like I've claimed breaking international law, um, breaking Canadian law. Uh, so there goes that whole uh, pipe dream of ever what, living in Canada. Uh, you know what though? I have I have actively said I've went on business mm. when I went to TwitchCon to like border agents. No one asked me for anything specific, but like I was there working. Like I said, oh, I'm mm-hmm. there for business. They were like, okay, I guess. I don't, they didn't know what I was doing. Like I told them and they're like, yeah. okay, so this is some YouTube shit. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> sure. Yes. Like, okay, good enough. And they didn't care. So, well, yeah, because to them, you're not breaking iron, whatever. You're not, it's not a real job. <laughs> it's not a real job. You can't break the law, but you very well could, you very much are technically breaking the law. That's why. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. Well, they that's call wild. me the bad boy of, yeah. of live streaming That's well they, they called call keontae the the bad boy of yeah, yeah i don't know that guy though that guy yeah keontae once that. said uh twitch partner keontae once said fuck affiliates by the way yeah I want- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did he did say that he did yeah say i that. remember that era <laughs> that publicly on front page of twitch uh 
Uh, so, uh, fun fact. So, Keontae, you know this. Uh, Vaughn, I think you know. I do Grand Theft Auto roleplay. Um, the other day we were doing, uh, like, a community, uh, like, day for our uh, for our roleplay server, Tilly.tv. And okay. we're, walk- we're walking across the mall. Like, we're set up and we're in this mall. And basically it's just, like, goof around for, for 45 minutes. And I have made a skin of Keontae. Like, I made a, a, a Grand Theft Auto ped look and dress like Keontae. And the entire bit is he introduces himself going, Hi, I'm Twitch partner Keontae. You look like an affiliate. Fuck you. And then walks away. <laughs> oh okay, my God. first off, how have I never heard of this? How did I not know? Wait, I think no, maybe Cit- I did. Citra might have it on... There might be a VOD on Citra's uh, stream of me doing it. Be- oh, be- it's It's just me going around and, Hi, I'm, I'm partnered streamer Keontae. <laughs> you look like an affiliate. Fuck you. <laughs> and then just walk away. <laughs> But oh, now that's so the, much better. The bit is going to be I'm robbing this person because they're a Twitch affiliate. Fuck him. <laughs> um, oh, and now that you're no longer that no since Keontae went away, I don't know where he went. Um he can't ever get angry at that at that bit. Um No, and it's and it's way honestly I think it's funnier that he's just disappeared from the world because now it's just like you can say you can technically say anything, like as Keontae now, right? You can yeah. post anything, really. Trust me, Tumble has been doing that publicly <laughs> for years. Even when Keontae oh, was man. around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, we're here on the dork side of the ring. We are here with two hysterical friends of mine from Twitch.tv. We, uh, hold on, I gotta do, I gotta do the, I gotta do the, the alphabetical order here. It's throwing me off because normally. Used to Keontae was around. Keontae's not around, but then there's also the uh, LMNOP, QRS. We got Shay, and there can only be Vaughn. There we go. I, fi- I figured it out. I had, nice. just had to say the alphabet out loud. Uh, how- welcome, gentlemen. Welcome. Hello. Hey, happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We'll start, uh, as we always do, with introductions, as, as one does, you know, introducing themselves to new people. We'll start with Shay. Shay. Let the people a little bit know a little bit about yourself, where they can find you, what things you work on, and such. Uh, yeah. Yours. Oh, what do I work on, man? I don't work on anything. Uh, I, I've, uh, <laughs> I've been away for a while, to be honest. I've kind of been MIA from the world of content uh, for a bit. Just been working uh, at EA, so been doing that. And uh, I'm actually, weirdly enough, when when I was asked to come on here, I was like, you know what? This would be a good, a good time to be like, hey, by the way, I'm kind of thinking about doing some more content creation stuff so i guess in the future look out for that somewhere Mm. um (laughs) where i find that where i figure out where i'm gonna put it who knows probably twitch uh which is uh which is shay that's just shay now instead of anything anything else Uh, and then s-h-a-y s-h-a-y yeah 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 the the female spelling of it um you know just because uh equality i think Mm -hmm. is the reason uh and also it's my it's my name so that probably makes it a little bit easier for people. Uh, and then, yeah, and then Twitter and Instagram are, I think that's IMA Shea Woods, I think. <laughs> to be fair, I don't know very much about my own social. Uh, I, I'll be honest. I gave I gave someone, uh, this is a true story, and I'm, I'm taking up way much, too much time about my introduction. But I gave, uh, this girl and I were chatting, and she asked for my, like, socials and stuff. Because she was, gonna, you know, flirting, whatever. Yeah. Asked for my socials, uh, 
and I tell her, and she added the wrong person, and I never saw her again. <laughs> so, so my, uh, so if my future wife listens to this, hey, hit me up. Uh, it's I am a Shea Woods, not I'm Shea Woods. That's a, mm. that's a different person altogether. Um, so yeah, I'm a Shea Woods. Uh, I'm a Shea Woods. I'm I'm a Frey Woods myself. Um. <laughs> on the other side of the virtual table we have the king of marks himself there can only be vaughn what's up guys what's up the vaughn and only of course I like to use these terrible puns all the time good just your lowly humble content creator who has his hands in way too many things <laughs> i like to uh I stream from time to time over on twitch on on this uh ever growing site called twitch <laughs> mainly play playstation games so i'm like a trophy hunter completionist sort of person you know it's a little area of that content world that nobody touches <laughs> but other than that like i'm a huge comic book fan i used to um run my own comic shop so on youtube there can be only one i post a lot of comic book content there so if you're interested in that and of course just a super super big wrestling fan my entire life so Really excited to talk about it today. Whatever the topic may be. Well, it's a doozy. I, I, I always say this. When I have a super fan or somebody who is, who is very knowledgeable, um, I think the, the former tag applies to you. Um, I literally walked into your stream yesterday. Uh, not yesterday. Was that Sunday night, I think? And I was like, hey. And you were like, yo, where is Cesaro going? Like, it was like, hey, Grum, good to see you. Where the fuck is Cesaro going? Uh, was, <laughs> it, was, it was the feeling I got. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I always try to find something a little little off the beaten path to see if I can find it. And I think I found a, 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 an incredible doozy. Because while it is wrestling and uh, Shay does not partake at all in the wrestling, we'll get to that in a second. Uh there is an element that is very noticeable and is very well known. Uh so that'll be that'll be fun to go through. Um but yeah, uh comic book I think I think that's a, the most fun thing that like I getting to know the friends that you make on Twitch and you're like, "Oh, you're like yeah, we we all like video games. Like we're all here cuz we like video games or we like an element of video games." And then being like, "Yo, like Vaughn has a fucking drop of comics every three days, and it's like, what did you get? Hey, excuse me, excuse me, sir, what do you got in that box there? It's just like, it, it, it the collection is insane. Just going oh, off yeah, of like just sure. the Instagram posts, and it's like, oh, I'm like, oh, I need to. I yeah, need yeah, to I got that. the the fortunate or unfortunate the way you look at it, because space is such a valuable commodity. Mm -hmm. But uh, when the when the shop closed down, we just somebody had to take all the books. I was like, yeah, sure, <laughs> I ship them around with me. So I have like 90 long boxes of comics here. I think that's Jewel. just hit over 26k single Jewel. issues. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have a milk crate of of comic books, and that and the, the amount of space that like that takes up is wild to me. And also, how much fuck, how many comic books are actually in there? I think there's like one or two graphic novels, so mm -hmm. like a thick boys. But other than that, it's all single issues. And uh, yeah. Um, oh yeah, it sucks to lug it around. Man, those <laughs> bad boys are heavy. Yeah, I can only imagine. I don't. Yeah, but the workout, man, you're just sitting there curling. There you go. It's just, you yeah, know, yeah, that's true. Man, I ah, man, I really need to get a workout in. Oh, let me just read some comic books. 
from the from the long box. Uh, but uh, we're talking about you being a super fan, Vaughn. Uh, tell us a little bit about your your experience and and background with professional wrestling and sports entertainment. Yeah, sure. Um, I always tell this story a lot when I talk about wrestling with with some of the other guys in my Discord. But my first recollection of anything, almost anything, my entire life was um sitting next to my dad and we're eating chinese food i must have been two or three years old and he had the 1992 royal rumble on and i remember because he kept saying you know he kept wooing and saying hey rick flair rick flair woo you know (laughs) gonna win this match and and lo and behold as history and showed us definitely won the match won the wwf at the time title um so from there it was just kind of hooked Hook, line, and sinker, man. I've just been we attached to the product. My dad would just have Raw on, and we'd watch it. The Monday Night Wars happened. Um, I was more at first a WCW guy because as a child you're just like, oh, Hogan, Savage, you know, all these WWF guys over here on this program. Let me watch it. And I think at the time too, Nitro was three hours, so it would come on at eight. And you know, as a seven year old, I can't be up that late. Mm-hmm. So I would get to watch WCW for a little bit before Raw would come on, you know. Yeah. And it just kind of, you know, continued over the years, just kept kept up with it. And even in high school, I had like one or two friends that I would talk to about wrestling. But at the same time, when I was getting into sports and, you know, kids tend to shy away from comics and Pokemon and, and wrestling, you know, focusing on sports or girls or whatnot, nobody really wanted to talk about it. So I kind of kept to myself, but... I always checked this one site. It was eWrestlingNews.com, and I was on there almost every day, just looking at the 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 new any news that would come out, um, and just keep up. But at the time, it was mostly mostly WWE stuff. I didn't get into indie or keep an eye on indie or New Japan until about 2009, I would say. And then okay. from there, I've just been kind of keeping up with everything. I think it's. I needed. I I have this idea for like extra dorkside stuff, but it's like episodes just diving in like the connection between things. Like I, as you were talking about, like getting older, going through high school, and like still liking wrestling, and mm-hmm. having only a couple friends to to talk or having a couple friends ex- almost exclusively to talk about wrestling. Like so, you can get that outlet. Like thinking about how much just being on the internet at that age kept like me being a fan because I was able to still follow the product and talk to people about it like I did when I was younger. So you saying like, Oh, I go, I went to this one website and I got, I just vacuumed up all the news until, you know, you got, you got, you know, 2009 where you're like, all right, like I like wrestling and I'm going to talk about how I like wrestling. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and on the flip side of that, uh, Shay, uh, self-proclaimed no, uh, knows nothing about pro wrestling what is your experience with professional wrestling okay so first off i'm the best who's ever done it all right that's just layer one best wrestler Mm -hmm. in the world two uh yeah no i don't i don't know much about wrestling i my mom wouldn't let me watch wrestling as a kid i remember that specifically and so my best friend who weirdly enough his name was shay as well which was very confusing uh (laughs) And this isn't even a joke. That's is actually his name was Shay. Uh, he uh, came from. Uh, he used to be able to watch wrestling all the time, and he had like this stuffed 
snowmobile suit just filled with pillows and we would just do wrestling moves on that so we wouldn't <laughs> hurt each other uh and like it was wild like we'd take that thing like to like to the second floor and jump out of windows into like into like snow banks with it we would like jump on we do with trampolines like it was so dangerous the things we would we would do that suit um but so i used to watch very little amounts like i i kind of and i think you know the general knowledge of like stone cold steve austin rock uh ray mysterio i think that's his Mm -hmm. name uh like that's you know the booker t like those are the people i i like remember as far as like knowing storylines that was never something i ever got uh and i was a terrified of kane as a child it was the scariest thing scariest dude i've ever seen like i honestly (laughs) to this day i still specifically remember them trying to like like take his mask off or something and i was just it freaked me out and I, i wouldn't watch it um aside from that like you know there's small amounts like now i work with you know the ufc at my job so you know, I deal with uh, with wrestling, like wrestling fans in a sense, a little bit mm. different wrestling, but still yep. wrestling. And uh, yeah. Oh, and, and I have a weird fact about wrestling, though, uh, is that I went to the same high school as Chris Jericho. And that Maybe. was that was in our school's orientation when I first started was wow. I had. Yeah, they were like, go find Chris Jericho's face, like picture on the wall like in like the graduation photos i was like this is the weirdest school ever i'm excited uh but yeah yeah not not a ton i just know like the the kind of the main main points uh like you guys were talking about wcw and i was like that's something i should probably know i but here we are but yeah fuck uh sorry i i uh so next week's episode that comes out uh we're recording this on the third uh, what would that be? The seventh of of March is uh, Metric Seconds and MD <clears throat> fourteen, who does the Twitch uh, Toronto meetups, organizes them. Metric went to the same high school that a- Adam Copeland, aka Edge, attended, and they had a very similar like, like, hey, we're the high school that Edge and Christian went to. <laughs> like, yeah, what what is with like like schools? Thinking that's, I mean, okay, to be fair, I think that is kind of cool. It is cool. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not denying that. I, I, I was about to like almost be smirch wrestling fans for a moment, but I, <laughs> I don't mean it. It was more <laughs> just like, I was like, you, like, who, who cares in that, in my head? I was like, who cares? Like, I wouldn't care if there was like a hockey player who went there or like, you know, something that I was a fan of. Um, and then I, I realized that I'm, I'm talking out of my ass because I absolutely, talk about a hockey player who went to my school all the time so clearly (laughs) so clearly it's just that i wasn't because i wasn't a fan of hockey it didn't or wasn't a fan of wrestling or or didn't yeah didn't grow up with it uh it wasn't as important to me that being said i got more into chris jericho just because he was like that that fame yeah that fame and then uh i'm pretty sure one of my old viewers goes on like the i think it's the jericho cruise is that's what it's called yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah. nice yeah he like yeah. goes to, like, he loves chris jericho so he would always tell me about about him and i was like that's cool man hell yeah like you know hell yeah go on this cruise <laughs> and i was like i don't know anything about this but hell yeah yeah uh, it's a sh- it's a shame chris jericho is a scumbag person as a as a person but like you know that's just 
this is know. this is news to me, but he, it does yeah. not surprise me if he's from Winnipeg. I mean, let's be real here. <laughs> I mean, you know? his his wife attended the June, uh, J- January six uh, Capitol riots. Yikes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that is a uh, yeah, also also wasn't he one of the first um, uh, public. Uh, figures uh, yeah. that had like a concert where yeah. like nobody yeah. was required to have a mask way before like... in 2020 <laughs> yeah in 2020 yeah like yeah. you're taking months. you're taking like rural yeah. canada and mixing yeah. it i don't know where his wife's from but i'm assuming like rural america I think, like just I, no, take... I, I think i think she's from i think they're like high school sweethearts oh then you're um, taking rural <laughs> canada like i should remind you and I, I we don't need to get political here at all it's just really funny it's like these are the same people who would go to the trucker rallies in <laughs> like in, in ottawa and like stop people from going to work like but, it's it's shit like that it does not surprise me at all that he's a scumbag look like i said Shay, i just need a couple more if i had gotten those if i had got the stimulus checks at the rate that they were promised I would have bought Manitoba, and we were going to call it, you know, you know, we would have, I would have revamped Manitoba, made it a the slowly take over Canada from our from our Manitobian uh, headquarters. Gave it gave it a better name, maybe that doesn't yeah. sound really really Man- lame. Like yeah. no one should ever be known as a Winnipegger. Let me tell you that right now. <laughs> no one should have that. You know who's also a Winnipegger? Uh, who's also in wrestling is Kenny Omega. Um, yes, which. I was I was going to bring up if you knew those two names because they're both you know from Winnipeg. I uh, do. Kenny, weirdly yeah. enough, weirdly enough, I do know Kenny uh, Kenny Omega, and I swear I know where did he go to. I swear I know where he went to school too. Uh, but there's a whole thing there. I'm pretty sure at one point, uh, this was like way back. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I swear that I, I accidentally ran into like one of his like shows back, mm. but I might be, I might be totally wrong. I just do remember a lot of people talking about Kenny Omega. Um, so I did know the name, but like anything more. Oh no. How, <laughs> how big is uh, Winnipeg? Uh, it's about like uh, seven or eight people. Roughly, okay. Give or take, give or take, Chris school, there. and I'm like thinking in my head, like I most people have never heard of Manitoba, Winnipeg, whatever. How is there more multiple schools and said? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's a uh, it's like eight eight hundred fifty thousand to nine hundred thousand right now in Winnipeg. Okay. It's it's okay. it's a it's the capital of of Manitoba, which isn't saying much, but it's. It's like me saying yeah. I was the biggest streamer in Winnipeg. Uh, like, <laughs> you know, it's like that's a. a feat no, I think for it was that other guy way. that's also from there that we didn't know nothing about. No, yeah, Keontae was the biggest streamer from uh, yeah. from Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. he's also like, I mean, he's he was also I mean, at the January look, he, Six he, riots. He... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that guy. <laughs> oh, that guy's a scumbag. <laughs> Uh, you know, he ran Twitch Manitoba and then just left Manitoba high and dry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> said, fuck this place. And, he went uh, into no hiding. Went into hiding. Appeared... The best in the world. <laughs> he goes by Tumble now. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, did not a fucking explain. <laughs> um, I don't know where to go from there. Uh, so uh, before we get to what we the topic of the show... Uh, of the episode, I always try to um, ask some contextual questions to kind of set the idea of what we're going to talk about. 
uh, or maybe give you guys a, a couple of hints and go, all right, like, okay. Um, to which I say, uh, we're all um, elderly millennials, uh, you know, into our 30s, decrepit backs and everything, yada, yada, yada. Um, spleen's constantly hurting, maybe just me. Uh, <laughs> but do you remember... The I love the '80s, the '70s, the the '90s ep- like shows on VH. Yeah, yeah, it was on VH1. Yeah, yeah. God, those are so I, like you can't do them. VH1. I forgot. Yeah, you got You got to understand. You got to understand that VH1 wasn't a thing in Canada. What did you guys have? Because I know you got uh, like you guys have like a like affiliates that are like that run the same programming for for a lot of things. Like you don't have ESPN, but you have TSN. ESN. Yeah. So we, so hold, let me, I, I'm actually looking up VH1 because I'm pretty sure it's like, it was like, wasn't that not music based or is that It MTV? was music based. Yeah. So okay. MTV VH1. and VH1. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was like, we had much music, you know? Okay. Much music. And that was, <laughs> that was super cool. Yeah. It was grammatically incorrect, but I appreciate it nonetheless. How you much know? music? Much music. Much music. Yeah. How much music do you need? Much. Just much. More? Oh, we also did have a much more channel, so get ready. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I think there was actually a much more channel <laughs> or like a program. Yeah, so we had we had much, but um, uh, yeah, so we had like a similar similar channel though. Yeah, gotcha. Did they show the? I love like the seventies, eighties, nineties. I don't think so. Oh, you poor. I'm soul. looking it up now. I'll, I'll I'll be able. I'm. I have to look this up just in case. Uh, it's so you funny to... that you mentioned that because I literally maybe a couple months ago I was in the mood for just like some pop culture knowledge, and I remember like you know they did the I love the '80s, and then they did a second one I love the '80s Strikes Back. Yeah. You know, and I went to go look it up on YouTube, and whoever <laughs> ported that over didn't upres the quality. So of course you're watching a show from 2005 that's like. And the shittiest quality ever. Oh, this is unwatchable. <laughs> Fucking 42 by 42 resolution. Oh, the worst. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> like, those shows were great. Um, I Like, I think... I love the... Like, it, it was very much... Like, nowadays you is when you're doing the I Love the 2000s one. Like, I remember they made a big deal of the I Love the 90s series mm. that they did. And me being, like, born in 92, I'm going, okay, cool. Like, you know, um, I don't I don't remember that. That's cool. That's cool that that happened. That's cool. And then they're like, 1997, The Undertaker threw mankind off the, off the fucking cell. And I'm like, I remember that. That's when my adult, that's when I remember being an adult. Or not an adult, but, like, a, a human <laughs> being. Uh, I was, became a man that day. <laughs> so... Keontae became a man when he first touched a boob at age uh, 32. Um, yeah, roughly, but... <laughs> roughly. I mean, we're still waiting on it. But <laughs> but I became a man when when uh, Undertaker threw another man off the off of a 16-foot-tall uh, cell, not once but twice. Um, but, yeah, like, and I'm like, yes, I remember. Now we're getting to the things that I remember, and that was the only thing I remembered for the whole series because they, like, just didn't talk about, like, you know, cartoons because – they're talking about like when you were a high schooler and young adult during that time, not when you're fucking seven years old and going like, I finally stopped peeing the bed. Let me go watch Rugrats now. Yeah. Or like, I'm going to continue peeing the bed, but also I want to watch mankind. Be thrown. 
I I do I do remember that. I remember watching that specifically specific wrestling match. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably not the live version mm-hmm. for sure, but you know the highlights. Right? Those were like those were sports highlights forever. Um, and so I think that's to like, this day, yeah, that's like a that historic era. moment. I mean. I don't know if, like, how much of uh, a pathetic person you are that you're on Reddit every day, like me. But uh, there is a there is a comment like the like there's a meme that you post where it's like explaining something to people, and it's this really long like anytime you'll see it in comments where they're like, oh yeah, I, you know this blah, blah blah. This is how you do it, and then halfway through it, it switches to like when I was a kid watching mankind get thrown through the hell like the hell of the cell, and it's one of my favorite little bits because I always fall for it like. <laughs> every time uh, i uh i'm not on reddit every day but i'm on reddit enough um where like sometimes i'll see that and i'm like oh that, like oh hey look at that i get hey that's a thing that's my thing that's the wrestling thing i like wrestling <laughs> i know that yeah it's like you just want to be like oh i understood that reference um but you know um who was i feel like doug benson was on uh those shows like that's where he, he, was. Just, he was. He just made his like his living. They're like, "Hey, Doug, <laughs> get high and talk about the '80s." Gotcha. Don't worry. That, yeah, it's all these comedians that like nobody kind of knows because they only stay on reality TV uh, networks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, deep cut that... though. Jericho was on uh, one of the. I love the 2000s. I think when yeah, he took his yeah. first break from WWE, That's like 2006, right. 2007 yeah. time frame, he was on that show too. Oh man, he's sullying that too. That's great. <laughs> Sully's Gotta Manitoba. Sully's professional wrestling. You know what? Is, there, there's no longer him in the orientation. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's now becoming a. He's a key figure of it. Who knows? Um, you go back to the school and like just take the photo <laughs> down without anyone knowing. Yeah. I like the idea of going into a high school at my age uh, without anyone knowing, with no, with not knowing anyone else who works there, and just uh, don't mind me, uh, sir. Can you please leave? You're making the children uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just gotta, I just have to remove this guy's face. Hold on. Yeah, I just need Chris Jericho out of here, it's like, sir. You, you are now multiple TikToks of you being weird in a school. <laughs> you go viral. <laughs> For <laughs> found. What's your name, sir? Keontae. My name's Keontae. I swear. Found. Twitch stream partner streamer Keontae still says fuck affiliates as he's. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's a clip of um of a guy getting put in the back of a, a squad car, and he's wearing a Philadelphia Eagles hat, and they're like, "You have anything to say?" And like he's getting walking, he goes like, "Go Eagles." That's your thing. As one except- does. <laughs> as you're getting arrested for trespassing at a school and being weird at your old school you <laughs> sir do you have anything to say for yourself fuck affiliates and then just right in the back of the squad car <laughs> the only other thing i would yell out right after that is please subscribe using twitch prime just for that free money you know what i mean like that's the only there's two things i would ever yell out and it's really both of those <laughs> fuck affiliates sub to me with your prime yeah I mean, Keontae, Keontae, obviously, Keontae. Yeah, Keontae, Keontae, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, sub to Keontae. Um, Twitch.tv slash Keontae. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a shame you can't buy that domain and just have it redirect somewhere. Oh, I know. That'd be great. Um, but you could probably get the domain to Twitch dot and then dot TV. Um, 
like dot.tv. Oh, maybe. I see what you're saying. Right? Yeah. Like, maybe. Might be. Who has might the be, time? Might be. You know? A lot of people. A lot of people. We oh, have. A lot of people have time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we, we have friends who have uh, mommymilkers.com. And, That's true. And my gym shorts. That's true. They, uh, <laughs> what, what I've learned from, from those friends is uh, we spend an, an exorbitant amount of money wasting it on domain names. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so bad. Um, they, but yeah, so like I, I brought that up because that does have to do the other thing. Um, I think was featured in like the would be, would absolutely be featured in like a redoing of the, the nineties. Are you guys familiar with ICP? Uh, uh, it, uh hatchet, 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 chop, chop, any jugglers in the army? Woo <laughs> woo. Sorry, am I? Can I can keep going? Do you need more quotes are you, for wait, my are CP? You, are you a juggalo? Were you a juggalo? I'm wearing, I'm wearing my makeup as we speak. All right, that's why I thought this was a video podcast. I wore my makeup <laughs> and everything. Uh, <laughs> I do, I do know. Weirdly enough, uh, this is so weird that you you bring this up just because. Uh, no, but <laughs> back when I was okay, okay good. Whew. But when I first started out as a streamer, like my branding was a thing called like surfs up and we used to joke about it in, in counter-strike lobbies. My, me and my friends would be like surfs up any juggalos in the house, Whoop, hatchet, hatchet, chop, chop. And forever that's been ingrained in my mind. Uh, and I don't know why it's the stupidest thing ever, but then we just started learning like the titles of insane clown posse songs just so we could like annoy people with just knowledge <laughs> of them, but I've never actually listened to a single song of theirs. I, just, the only song that I know of theirs is that uh, they made a Chris Benoit song, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Goodness. Uh, yeah. Talk about these. And it's weird too, because like a lot of so so they they you know they they had like the gathering of the juggalos but they'd have actual wrestling matches there so like it's this weird like music festival where it's only like like their type of music but also professional wrestling happening so occasionally they would be on like uh some podcasts you know that wrestlers were doing specifically the art of wrestling like uh from cole cabana and like you listen to them talking they're just like normal dudes who are like at the time like they were not as they were they weren't as like conservative minded as you would think they were. <laughs> like, you know, they're they were pretty much, you know, very much like y'all. There's no like like somehow the topic of being gay would come up, and they're like, yeah, who's got a problem with being? If you got a problem with being gay, you're not welcomed here. It's like, wait, wait, wait what? The gathering of the Jugglos is L LGBTQ friendly. No one would have thought this. Like, <laughs> if you guys didn't say anything, no one would think this because you just look at, you know their music and you're like they're rapping about chris benoit and rapping about the drink fagio like yeah they they definitely uh you know the the term vibe is really useful for icp <laughs> like you know and it's like don't judge a book by its cover but like they give off just a bigot vibe you know what i mean right like, yeah <laughs> yeah just, it, it's like oh them and eminem fans are about the same right where you're just like oh Ooh. god like you just think, yeah. Like you just, you know, and then and then they then they drop like something, yeah. And then they say something completely opposite of what your your thoughts are, and yeah. you, then you really re rethink your life. 
I, I want to go back to Vaughn's Oh God when I brought up Eminem fans. <laughs> Sounds like there's something to unpack there. No, no, I just thought it was funny to to oh. put him in the same in the same <laughs> circle as ICP fans. I'd say in terms of lyrics, uh, identical in every way, uh, and in terms of master of words, <laughs> the same. All right. Uh, if anyone wants to talk to me about this post podcast. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Keontae specifically. <laughs> and at Keontae on, on Twitter and Instagram. You know, at me, at me, yeah, at me, it's uh, Tumble, uh, twitch.tv slash Tumble. <laughs> Is it t- Tumble? I, I don't know. It's, it, yeah, I, believe it's, I believe it's Tumbledore. He finally got rid of, Tum- he, the, he got, the, the, he got the, what he wanted for a while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got go the t- same time. The same, t- apparently, uh, fun story. The day I dropped the six one from T Grum, because it used to be T Grum sixty one, dropped it. He went to go get Tumbledore because it was like the first day that they had released a bunch of uh, things. His, I've, I don't know which mod it was, but one of his mods took it, like oh, yeah. out from under. <laughs> so he was what? like very upset that day. He's like, "What the?" F-? And I'm like, "That's an incredible prank." Like, like. It also, it guarantees that they get the, it as soon as they change it in three months. But also, like, wow, that's a, a hell of a prank. Hell of a fucking prank. But yeah, so, I mean, to be fair, I'm just sad I wasn't the one to do it. Right, yeah, it was somebody was going to do it. Right? Somebody, somebody was, because everybody knew that Tumble wanted to be Tumbledore for the longest time. and He was very yeah. upset about it. Like, he was yeah. truly upset about it. And I was like, man, if I, I just wish I was the one that you would be upset about at it. Like, I <laughs> wish I did it just because I wouldn't have cared. It would have been funny to me still. Mm. Um, yeah. It's, it's just branding. That's it. It's just yeah. branding. Who needs it? Who needs branding nowadays? We've got, you can just go and uh, become a, you know, a Twitter personality with a, and then you're like, fuck, well, now I have to use my Twitter at, and it's at Saucy Tits 32. And you're like, well, that's my brand now, Saucy Tits. Yeah, that's weird you call it my OnlyFans page with that exact. <laughs> that's the exact title of my OnlyFans page. Mine's B-Fast at Harambe's. So. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm joking. Go to OnlyFans.com slash B-Fast at Harambe's. And the and uh, I'm not joking. That's my. I should only do this only with my work computer, right? <laughs> yes, do only do it with your work computer. <laughs> Good. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll let you. Well, I'll just fill some time while you do that, Keontae, because I know you're you're just you want to do it. I'm. Uh, you're doing. Wait, it, right? it's B B fast B fast like breakfast, but without the the R E A K. So it's B fast at. So ba- so the, the story behind that. Uh, I, my I had just Tgrum sixty one for like a um, Xbox gamer tag for the longest time, and then I wanted to change it. And a group of us were playing like uh, Rainbow Six Siege, and we were all. And this is you know around the time Harambe was you know uh, taken from us. Um, but the we just put Harambe in movie titles. So there was Air Force Harambe, there was Jurassic Harambe, Eat Pray Harambe. Uh, um, what else was there? Uh, free Harambe, like free Willy. Um, and then (laughs) die hard Two, die Harambe. Um, perfect. Yeah. That's the one. That's the winner. And then 
mine, I'm like, oh, dude, breakfast at Harambe's. Like, like breakfast at Tiffany's. Because mm-hmm. then you can do the song. And I said, what about breakfast at Harambe's? She said, you know, all that stuff. But I could, <laughs> it, it didn't fit. Breakfast at Harambe's did not fit. Somehow, Die Hard 2, Die Harambe are fit. But I, I don't understand how. Yeah, breakfast at Harambe's. Keep- you can keep repeating that, and I will just die laughing. <laughs> die Harambeer. <laughs> um, like it, it's just ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, so then that became, and it's to this day still my 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 Xbox Microsoft gamer tag. So like, we'll be playing like <clears throat> like for a while. I was playing uh, Halo Infinite on or through the Xbox app, and. So I'm playing the game, and you just see be fast at Harambe's. And I would get, like, messages from people like, your name's hilarious, and I'm like, thanks. Because, like, some people would be like, oh, breakfast at Harambe's. And they're like, do you eat Harambe at, bre- at breakfast at Harambe's? It's like, no. No, we don't. We don't. All proceeds oh. at <laughs> all proceeds at the diner of Harambe's goes to, uh, you know, gorilla uh, wildlife uh, reservations, you know? I, I will say this. <clears throat> yes. When, why can't I subscribe immediately? It's not fair. <laughs> There's one photo, and it, it's literally the photo you can see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's perfect. What's what, it's from when I did Manchester Monday. Oh, perfect. It's a great, yeah, I, I, the good times. Great times. Old bits. They don't die. They just go away for a little bit. Uh, much like yeah, as a person who's never been on OnlyFans, when did they ever change? When did they change their logo? I was gonna say I, uh, I did. I I I try. I typed in the stuff. And I was like, well, this is clearly a fake website because this doesn't look like an OnlyFans <laughs> page. This looks. This looks like a courier. Like this looks like a FedEx logo. And I have that's no what I idea. Thought it was <laughs> like, oh, cool. They deliver now. Like that's pretty sweet. <laughs> They'll deliver tit pics to my house, like through posts. Wow, they got they to get to their fans somehow. They, they're be... just going like retro. They have a retro logo now, so now you look, just like they're, mail they're, you Polaroids. There, look, there might be a there might be a market in that. I'm just saying. The OnlyFans by post, honestly, yeah, like a subscription box. I'll sell like <laughs> like my app, my asshole for like they'll send you like a subscription box. <laughs> You just sign up, and it's a mystery box, and inside it will guarantee one nude, but we won't guarantee from who. Like, oh, I <laughs> love that idea to to the point of I would probably pop, like buy it for a month just <laughs> for the sake of like the yeah. You, it's like an OnlyFans subscription box where it's they only one nude, but then of of a random creator, but then there's like a bunch of other ones that are just bad. Like just real bad, and you have to hope that you got a good one. Like it's booster like, packs. No, it's like a mystery box. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a it's a mystery box. In it, there's one nude. There don't cannot confirm where it's coming from. Um, but you are by signing off, it's not like it's not a crime. Um, then you also get like a workout advice from like one of the the rare like non porn fitness. Uh, <laughs> Creators on OnlyFans is like, yeah, yeah, no, here's here's your month workout. Um, you also get a membership to a different creator, um, but they don't do nudes. Um, oh, yeah, like, a, like it's, this is really just like OnlyFans, the trading card game, where it's just like you can, oh, man, yeah, and oh, then, and, I, and I then got a clothed eight, one. And then an 8x10, yeah, and then an 8x10 signed by another creator, it could be a nude. Like, it might yeah. be a nude, but it also could just be me 
wearing a t-shirt and jeans doing a thumbs up like <laughs> just thinking of holographic nudes now i was gonna uh, say chrome <laughs> nudes chrome, yeah <laughs> oh my goodness hey oh, everybody tgrum here uh we got our unboxing of our only fans <laughs> box i'm really excited it's a great subscription-based model uh so Basically, what you do is you go to OnlyFansMystery.com, and what you can do is you get a bunch of box. You get this box. It's not that big of a box, and it's a sturdy box. And inside I'm, I'm, might be another picture of a different kind of box. I just like the idea of of I'm I'm imagining the top down like unboxing videos where like the person's wearing white gloves, like as if they're important, <laughs> and you're not just gonna jerk off to these later. <laughs> You gotta do the. Be sure to use use code Tumble for ten percent off your first mystery box. Yeah, no. Uh. But then the funny thing is, right? Like, so you you know how like during the unboxings they like they play with the thing that you know they get like wow, like look at this toy, like this is. So it's like, man, that that's an ass, and those are balls. Nice. What a python right, on that let, motherfucker, eh? <laughs> let's see let's see what else we have. Oh, sweet. I needed this collect for my collection. It's so and so. You know, it's her it, it's she she released 12 ones for each each month of the year. Um and they went out and she she stopped doing them because uh it wasn't making her enough money on her OnlyFans. So these are kind of discontinued, very rare, you know. <laughs> like this is an absolutely stellar idea. I just want to make that very clear. Like I am, I'm not even lying. This is a funny idea. This is a great idea. OnlyFans is going to do this now that they've changed their logo to a courier. This is like now that they're a post office. This can work. I feel like this is one of those like, uh, if I had the time to do so, uh, and I didn't work a a, a full time blue collar job, uh, this is where I do a YouTube skit, and it'd be out later this week of like yeah. I'll exactly. be like, all right, cool. Here we go. Um, maybe, uh, maybe this is this will get to somebody who does do that, and they're like, "That's a funny idea. Let me do that." Um, but um, can I segue that? Hold on, pause. I'm going to try to segue uh, this back to what we were talking about. Um, oh, okay. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> Our topic for today is like a mystery box in of itself. Is that I'm telling you that there are at least the insane clown posse in here in this in this in what we're watching also what's in this could be somebody killing an insane clown posse member who knows we're gonna have to watch it to find out but what we're going to watch is from the year 2000 wcw the setting the fall of 2000 mike awesome who was a world-renowned international superstar independent wrestler Signed with WCW in the spring, became known as the career killer Mike Awesome. A month later became the fat chick thriller Mike Awesome. And a month later after that, became that 70s guy, Mike Awesome. He found himself in the uh, pranking eyes of the Dark Carnival, which is Vampiro and the Insane Clown Posse as a group. And uh, what we're going to see is their little little spat that they had over the course of a couple weeks. But we'll be back here on the Dork Side of the Ring podcast uh, right after this. Hey, baby, this is the American Dream. Dusty Rhodes here with a little bit of a 
advertisement for a little Grum.TV content. Let me tell you something a little bit about support.grum.tv. It is the Patreon. You want to support this financially if you so choose to, you may do so at support.grum.tv. Go on there. For as low as $1, you can help support the content that it, Grum is making, such as Dork Side of the Ring live streams in his Discord where you can find at Grum.tv. And you can also find a YouTube video to help him do that. You know, fund, fund, fund that. Help him make the money off this content. Who knows where we go? Uh, you go for a dollar, five dollars. Five dollars gets you early access to episodes and videos. It also gets you speaking permission during uh, uh, live streams. You go also, and, and here's the here's, thing here's, ten dollars. Ten dollars, baby. You get, you get exclusive Dorkside content like, uh, like this thing right here. Dropping oh, that my. big, big elbow across the back of the neck. He's got a very big elbow. Yeah, seriously. One of his elbows is like the size of one of my butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Whipping both combined. Takes it to the chin. That's like taking one of your butt cheeks to the chin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't think your butt cheeks combined. I don't think both butt cheeks combined are throwing a man Hulk Hogan size uh, in mean, the air. I mean, and then you don't know that, Grom. You're right. You're right. That's fair. <laughs> that is fair. Don't underestimate her butt cheeks. That's right, baby. From the episode uh, 18, the Yeti. Ooh, yeah, the Yeti. My uh, Grum and It's Only Jill and Mop Garden hanging out, have a good time watching the giant Hulk Hogan go at it. We're going to wrap up to the Yeti, baby. But yeah, all that is that support.grum.tv. I am Dusty Rhodes, and I am telling you to keep supporting as you, as you so choose. We'll go back here on the dark side of the ring podcast. And here we are. I'm watching behind a gilbo, baby. Love it. Back here Absolutely. on the dark side of the ring. Uh, first impressions, we'll start with you, Shay, of Mike Awesome and his feud with the Dark Carnival, Vampiro and the Insane Clown Posse. Cocaine Man and the Clowns uh, was pretty... Uh, Honestly, I kind of love him. Like, I do. I like what he's wearing. I like the 70s look. It's fashionable now. Uh, and it just reminded me that, like, like we talked about this. Like, it, how it's insane to me that you would just let rappers who enjoy wrestling wrestle professionally against someone. Like, the... It, the choreography looked off, like looked like it was wrong. Like something bad happened there. Like there were so many times I was like, something's going to go wrong. And then it did. Like, and then it did. Falls <laughs> off the bus. And I'm like, this guy isn't even a professional re wrestler. He could get seriously injured. I thought that was insane to me. Yeah. The, just the sheer fact that like, that's what they were doing. Like, Hey, these guys who are not trained, they do it in their spare time. Uh, when they're not touring and here we're going to give them national television time uh, yeah. Vaughn what about you I subjected you to 2000's WCW which is probably the highest crime a wrestling fan can do to another wrestling fan oh but definitely par for the course for a show called Dork Side of the Ring <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah you know to be honest other than Mike Awesome's initial run in in wcw i haven't watched much of his work at all so to see him 
had no idea he was feuding with Vampiro and ICP being in WCW. But, you know, it just sounds like exactly the type of booking I would have done at in the, during that time period. Nobody knew what was going on. You can tell Shivani didn't <laughs> care about calling that match and the Vampiro match whatsoever. Mm-mm. Oh, what a wreck. But in a fun way. Like, <laughs> in retrospect, I was like, oh, these guys, <laughs> he was a beat up on the ICP? Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, uh, Never, I'm never uh, going to, uh, I'm never not going to enjoy people beating up on, uh, on ICP uh, in professional wrestling. And the thing is, is like, unfortunately, there was, so there was kind of more to this feud. Um, so a couple, about a month and a half later, uh, Vim, or Mike Awesome helps a down on his luck crowbar become a ladies man um and uh, then sorry no no you're gonna have to you're gonna have to start again from the top on that one yeah a down on his luck crowbar as in an inanimate object he tried he, he no. hold on hold on no no let me let me get this out because i'm trying without crying laughing right now a down on his luck inanimate crowbar no he, he teaches him how to love what the fuck are you talking about right now no, so there's a wrestler by the name of Crowbar. Okay, oh, oh, I should have. That makes put, a lot more sense. I to you need that. to explain yourself to a non-wrestling fan. I I do, but at the same time, if I did, we wouldn't have had that little. You wouldn't have had that image. Look, My I God. assume clowns exist. Like clowns exist in wrestling now, and vampires exist. I am not throwing out the idea that crowbars could also be Fuck. a wrestler. Kianta, but but Shay, I gotta. Get, there's a there is an inanimate object that I do need to have you on for a future episode of Dorkside, and I'm putting you down for that episode in a couple in a month or two or something, because uh, there. I mean, there's multiples. There there are multiples where people have personified uh, uh, things. I mean, just recently, um, there uh, there was an entire angle around a, a female wrestler's obsession with her doll Lily who had paranormal uh, powers. That is, I'm pretty sure that's like a gym boss in the Pokemon series. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's Sabrina. She's a psychic gym leader. And she she she, she turns Ash and the gang into dolls. I, I swear to you, that's a Pokemon episode. Grum, this is a different show. That's your, uh, that's your Pokemon podcast. No, I... No, 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 I'm doing. This is the dark side, and that happened. Vaughn can, Vaughn can, Vaughn, back me up. Tell me, tell, don't tell me that you black that out because I may have as well. Well, the whole Lily angle, absolutely, yeah. because Eva Marie was attached to it too, and we don't talk about her. We don't talk about Eva. No, it's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible knowledge I'm learning right now. Um, yeah, no, uh, inanimate objects are a thing, but now the idea of a crowbar learning how to love. Is very funny. Uh, hey, hey, person who's going to make a skit out of all of the shit we say, <laughs> there's another one for you. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah, me in, me in about a year and a half when I have the ability and time to do uh, that and commission somebody to do a fucking like five, uh, two and a half minute animated thing. Um, no, uh, so like Mike Awesome takes the wrestler Crowbar under his wing. Now, Crowbar had kind of um, 
been in this weird like love triangle thing with Daphne and Ric Flair's son David Flair and he liked Daphne and then Rick uh, David Flair was marrying Stacy Keebler and Daphne was kind of upset about that and he was like don't worry Daphne like you still got me like friend zone kind of shit and uh then she goes and finds a new new boyfriend and her new boyfriend is just a taller version of Crowbar. <laughs> like the guy looks exactly <laughs> like him, but he's about five inches taller. <laughs> and he's it's, and he's just like down bad, historically bad. He's like, I lost out. She found not only did she find another guy like me, he's taller. He looks exactly like me, but he's taller. And then Mike Austin's like, Hey, hey, brother, it's not that bad. Come with me. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll turn your luck around. And, like, two weeks pass, and, like, Crowbar now is dressing like a 70s disco star. He's got women on all of his arms. And then they're like, hey, Crowbar, you have a match. You got a match. No one told you? He's like, no, no one told me. So he goes to the ring, and then Vampiro comes back and literally puts the boots to him. Like, beats his ass for fucking ten minutes. And, he, and Vampiro's like, Mike Awesome, that's because you hurt me. And then they have like a uh, a match at the at the pay per view, and it just doesn't mean anything. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, I'm not gonna include that. Who needs that extra 15 minutes of content? That no one needs all that shit. Wow. Though I would have I would have liked to see who Crowbar is. Uh, uh, look, I'll, look I'll, I'll show you a picture of him. He's a uh, he's. I guess I probably was, Google that. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Crowbar WCW. Um, Look, who who up... randomly appeared on an episode of AEW Dark last year? Yeah, yeah. Here, uh, here he is. Um, he's very grungy. Uh, can, here can he I is. Just... Yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking at pictures. Uh, this asshole is holding rebar, not a crowbar. Uh, now <laughs> I'm, I'm even more furious than I've ever. Like this thing is a like I don't even I don't know. There's this Thick, one where he's yeah. hol he's holding a pipe. What is that? Yeah, That's he's a holding pipe. a. Okay, so why is his name not Pipe? Like, come on, theme it. I know enough about wrestling. If I'm going to be called Crowbar, I'm going to go out in with a crowbar every well, time. Here's the reason why. So here's the reason why. Okay, because David Flair, they, the three of them were like a, a group kind of, and David Flair would use a crowbar. So the idea was he they banned his crowbar from a match one time, and. He he's like, no matter where I go, I always have my crowbar, and, and like Daffy's like, don't worry, don't worry, I, you know, you'll you'll have your crowbar, don't worry. And then like, this he shows up and then attacks. Uh, he helps him win it, win the match, and he's introduced by them going by Daphne and David Flair going on some fucking weird ass like road trip adventure, and he comes up to them as a weirdo at a gas station and they're like we like you you want to go with us and he gets in the car i see okay so it's it's the <laughs> idea that it's banned but oh he's his name's crowbar so now i have a crowbar okay yeah yeah that's that's adorable that's cute i like yeah. that it is uh it, it it's one of the like it's fun to it, it's one of those like bad 2000 so 2000s wcw is r regarded universally as like the worst uh, year in wrestling for a single company and that's saying something because like tna has had multiple bad years um because they at one point 
they stripped every champion and started over. And then did it again. Like they're like, we're caught, we're going with a clean slate here. Everybody no no champions, all this stuff, and they they pit like the rich established people like Hulk Hogan and Sting and Lex Luger against the young new blood, but they made the new blood be bad guys for some reason. Um so like they had a guy who was renowned was a very well known cruiserweight wrestler who was under two hundred pounds soaking wet. Billy Kidman like fight Hulk Hogan, but he wasn't Hulk Hogan. He was Terry Bollea. Like this is the this is like that is the year that everyone thinks of wrestling. Like I hope <laughs> I hope wrestling fans know that. Like when people when when people who do not understand wrestling think of wrestling, I'm fairly certain they think of that one year. <laughs> like oh, that's that's insanity to me. It. It is like it's it, like, and it's also weird because by the like that whole year, Stone Cold Steve Austin's not around. Stone Cold Steve Austin's getting surgery on his neck. All of two, like most of two thousand, he's he's gone from was that November ninety nine till about like October two thousand. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, like he's just gone the whole time. <clears throat> It's just very funny. That it's like 2000. That's the year. It's, that's the best year in wrestling. It's like, it's really not. It's objectively like a bad year because there's no Stone Cold. The Rock is like kind of hanging around, dipping his toe and maybe go, getting into Hollywood stuff. I think he missed some time to go to. Um, he was Scorpion King for a while. <laughs> well, he, yeah, for the, maybe that was 2000. That was 2001 he did that. He had left. To go I was for to... Scorpion King, but in 2000, he did leave to do The Mummy 2. I thought that was 2001. I thought that was after, uh... maybe it was 2000. Oh, yeah, that was. So he did 2000, and then 2001 was the press tour for it. That's right. Um, where he wasn't around a little bit. Um, yeah, so it's, a, that's a, it's funny to be like, yeah, no, 2000 is when non-wrestling fans think of the year, like, wrestling. It's like, yeah, that's when people would fall fall out, like... I don't want to watch wrestling anymore. Look what we just like, you know, and you said it was funny. You'd said, um, Vaughn, we were talking about it during the thing was like, this is the stuff that like casual fans will see and be like, that's wrestling. Like, this is what you watch. And it's like, no, 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 we don't. It's good. Most of the time, this is bad. (laughs) Every time I try to get somebody new to watch wrestling, just check it out. It just always happens to be some bullshit angle or stipulation like this. And people are like, oh, never mind. I won't watch it. Like, no, but the best match is coming on next. Mm. What? <laughs> I can't that, win. Yeah. Like, that's why I think I've done a pretty good job since the pandemic started. Um, some a, a content creator that I like left a big organization because they did some horror, like, incredibly racist bullshit and he's like i'm out fuck this place started his own patreon opened up his own discord started streaming on twitch um and like i i i think it was royal rumble 2000 or 2021 uh where i'm like hey like i'm gonna host i'll hey i'll put this all on i'll I'll host it in the discord if you guys want to watch like i'll be watching it and like people funnel in like this is amazing shit and i'm like oh well if you think that's cool you should see this or you should see that. And it's like, 
oh wow like you know this is where the dork side of the ring like really came up is like me showing non-wrestling fans like things that i find like objectively hilarious and it that and when they go can you explain that i go not really no like i can't explain <laughs> i like right before this i was uh, i was on a friend's podcast he was like hey can you jump on for like 15 20 minutes and they're like hey what are you recording tonight and i told them and they're like what i was like yeah mike awesome versus you know icp and they're like no nah, you gotta you have to run that back icp is in the same clown policy i said yeah and they're like what the fuck and and they're wrestling fans but they're like you know a little younger so they're like what the fuck no and i'm like yes very much <laughs> like the very same the insane clown bossy the juggalos yes um but like i just find it's fun to it's fun to show this 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 worst the, the objectively worst aspects of professional wrestling which is you know what we just watched the 15 minutes that we watched like you know because I we could watch we could show we could show Shay a, a sixty minute match between you know Daniel Bryan and Adam Page, and I'm sure Shay would be like, "Wow, that's fucking amazing." Yeah, but, but also, why, but then I wouldn't then I wouldn't be able to see vampire clowns and a guy doing cocaine uh, in a bus <laughs> fight like that's that's what I miss out on right I would miss the option of seeing something absolutely hysterical than seeing something that's like well well done like in a weird yeah, way yeah we we saw we saw a guy from the 70s do a nail do a rail of cocaine and then throw guy fieri and clown makeup off of the the roof of a or off the the uh the hood of a bus and then powerbomb his clown friend on the top so hard that he slid off yeah you can't and then, <laughs> can't make that like you can't you can't make that up. That mm-hmm. that happened. <laughs> that happened in real life. I still can't get over. You, you and I guarantee it. you, whatever the rating was for that show is miles ahead of whatever is happening in uh, for today's product. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, so many people were watching wrestling then. Yeah, yeah, true. And it it I still can't get over the fact that like because I forgot the keyword of the wrestler crowbar, you thought. <laughs> Mike Awesome befriended an inanimate object and told him that he'd get it laid. I wasn't throwing it out of the question. I mean, this is the same. This is the same industry that made an entire movie about. I'm not wrestling, but you know the the you know show business that made an entire movie about what you know. Let's take a dead guy on vacation. Okay, like <laughs> there's some fucking weird movies out there. What are great hits? What if I told you that this year? In about a month from now, a dead man will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, a dead man would be inducted to the Hall of Fame. You like, know. like he's fully alive, but his gimmick was oh, that Christ. he was a okay. dead man. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, look, it's wrestling. They induct a dead person well, almost every year. So <laughs> this is so this is so fun. Like just saying, using the exact you know verbiage that you use. To explain this to Shay, and he's just like <laughs> formulating this in his head, like, huh? Like, I mean, a dead guy, sure, you know, it, it does happen. There's, you know, you get rewards, you know, um, yep. after your death, whatever, not a problem. Oh, no, 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 sorry, 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 no, no, the person is alive, he is a dead, like, he is a dead man, <laughs> he portrayed wrestler. a dead man. Oh, geez, yeah, I. 
that to me is hysterical. That's hilarious. Um, and I just assume that he wears just kind of a white sheet over his body, <laughs> like as a goat. Like he just did the two in his off time. Yes, yes, he does wear yeah. a white sheet or almost a white sheet. Uh, practically the modern the modern take on the white sheet. Uh, but oh shit! <laughs> I was about to say I was like I was like I don't know if we're going down this path, but yes, I feel no, like yeah. we should. Okay, all right. Yeah, cool, yeah, cool. yeah. The 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 he he. Uh, so it's the Undertaker who famously never did any like behind the scenes like interviews or anything, and then when he decided to retire, they like released this like I think it was a five part series chronicling the last couple years of his career and where he's like, hey, I'm I'm ready to have like some cameras follow me around and you know film my process of you know preparing for my last match having my last match and then afterwards and then it just turned into this like man i fucking suck that match i can't be like that bad i need i can't go out like that so then he goes and does it all over again he gets in good shape he gets a little surgery here and there and then he's doing good he's like all right this is gonna be the last one and then he has an absolute fucking stinker of a match it's and literally like, like watching the wrestler over again yeah yeah have you ever seen that shay I have, yeah, that's, uh, I have seen the rest. Wait, hold on. Let me just make sure. That's the one with, uh, um, Mickey Rourke. What's this? Yeah, Mickey Rourke. Yeah, I have yeah. seen it. Yeah, so uh, it's, ba- yeah, it's almost exactly like that, where he's like, he's just chasing the, he's like, that's not the one I want to go out on. I see. Yeah. I, so funny enough, I never knew The Undertaker was supposed to, like, was dead. Uh, how? I just always assumed he was a, playing the role of a legitimate Undertaker. Um, and never knew that he was, that that was a gimmick that makes it funnier to me, uh, that I've, I'm sure though, if if I've watched any wrestling, it would be the rock like Steve Austin Mm -hmm. undertaker, obviously. Right. That's, that's like most anyone who's ever watched like wrestling probably knows those. Uh, so that's, that's wild to me that that is. That's the gimmick. I never how that never is explained in a to a casual person. I've no. only ever known him as like, oh, he just like he works at a grave a graveyard. That's okay, cool. Like, that's his, that's the, his day I, job. I'm the Undertaker. Yes, yes. Yeah, me, I, me. I also work at a cemetery. I am the Undertaker. Induct yeah. me in the Hall of Fame. I'm less prob. I'm far less problematic. Um, but the uh, yeah, no. So and, and Vaughn. Uh, chime in with with your with your like like just the the backstory of it a little bit but like finding out that the the undertaker was like a dead character to me was it probably was like a little later because when i got into wrestling he wasn't dead he was like kind of satanic um and then he came back from being injured and became a bike riding tobacco chewing um like ass kicker and then he got buried alive and then he was dead again dead alive dead alive dead <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh let's see. yeah he, he debuted he was dead like they paid so he basically he came into wwe and they made his face like pale and like he they gave him like sunken purple eyeshadow so his eyes look like like decrepit and not and only he, that it was like almost like yellowing too like his yeah. entire face looked like he was bruised almost mm. and like he comes in and they're like dude wh- who is this guy and like at the time of his debut his manager was a very over the top like 
Baptist like inspired preacher called Brother Love whose face is like tomato sauce red. <laughs> so it's the it's and he's wearing a white and red suit and like the Undertaker is dressed in black with a black and gray tie and his like shirt is like torn up but like in a very clean way. Um and like it could not be it absolutely just didn't fit. And then they're like, hey, uh, we we need somebody to be his, like, manager, though. Like, he can't talk. Like, it ruins the entire presentation. And then they're like, hey, what about this guy? He He's a manager, and he's not doing anything. And they bring him in for an interview and whatnot. And they're like, hey, so you got any fun facts? He's like, yeah, I'm a licensed mortician. And they're like, excuse me? He goes, yeah, I'm a funeral director. So like I can I can I'll, that's what I do in my spare t- like in my day job, and they're like, excuse me, you realize you're interviewing to be the manager for a literal dead man, and they're like, this is perfect, this is great, and they're like, your name, Paul Bearer. <laughs> I I love how hamfisted that feels in the best <laughs> way. Like we're fucking we're so clever. His name's Paul Bearer. Um. of course why not like like i feel like but at the same time like just storytelling wise it makes sense like you know it's it's the classic um oh i I, i'm terrible at writing uh but there's like it's very much like no no just to make sure just to add on that like really thick layer of like look this is this is him it needs to be themed towards the undertaker like i love i actually really enjoy that like it's so perfect such a perfect name and an early taker as working as the bad guy would literally, when he had enhancement matches, enhancement matches essentially going out there against a, a jobber, right? Somebody who's just there for a quick paycheck that night to make the, the whoever they're focused on be this big star, right? So they're obviously going to take the pin. And after he beats them... He literally brings a body bag to the ring and puts these jobbers in the body bag and then carries them away. Okay, that's see again, very <laughs> cool to me. Like that to me, that's that is very cool. That sounds, yeah. That see that to me, I I get that. I could I could vibe with that. I could I could watch that and be like, yeah, that's cool. It gets uh, better though. Like it gets more uh, better, more in depth. Like he ends up feuding with. Uh, Kamala the Ugandan giant who is a, a man a black man from uh, from uh, Memphis uh, just in tribe they, they put like what was it was it a fucking like crescent moon and a star on his belly and then put him in like a like a leopard like loincloth and uh, and like some face paint and they're like yeah he's from the he's a Ugandan uh, you know man eater uh, um but he wrestled the Undertaker, and they like had made at this point they had made Undertaker be a good guy, and I, to basically be like, hey, like how do you beat him without pinning him so that he looks better for other you know other people to beat the, Kamala the Ugandan Giant? Hey, what if we put him in a fucking casket? What if that's the object of the match? Is you have to knock him out and put him in a casket and close the casket? The, and that that appeals to me. I, I do. That's the only thing I think I remember of of the Undertaker was mm. like something about a casket 
and burying alive. That I I know of those like those things or those gimmicks. That is the coolest thing ever. That those, is awesome. Those were that those made trademarks. Me, those that matches. that made me terrified of of them as a kid. Because uh, I think that's like my biggest fear. Um, Shout out to Kamala though, by the yeah. way, who had a non-finish match with ROH World Champion. Oh, excuse me, Tony Khan owned ROH World Champion Brian Danielson. Like, did you ever watch that? It's so fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I ever got to like interview or get be in the same area as da- Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, it is to ask him about that. I'd be like, yo. You wrestled Kamala. <laughs> the most like, random. And it was like during like his best stint as champion too. You know what? You know, we don't have anyone for you. How about Kamala? <laughs> we got to fill some time here this month, Daniel. Do you just want to speak? It's fucking. You want to wrestle Kamala? <laughs> Kamala the Ugandan giant? <laughs> you, uh, Mr. Danielson, you've main evented WrestleMania. You've overtaken arenas. You've transcended from sports into from sports entertainment to sports with people chanting yes, like and attributing it to you. I don't fuck all that. I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about when you wrestled Kamala the Ugandan Giant for the Ring of Honor World Title. Like, what? <laughs> like fuck all that. Like everybody else could talk about that. I want to talk about you wrestling Kamala. Like, what the fuck? Um. God. Uh, oh, yeah, so the Undertaker, like I said, there's more to it. Um, so he has a casket matches. Uh, we actually covered it uh, for Dorkside, his casket match against Yokozuna at the 1994 Royal Rumble, where Paul Bearer loses, his, loses the urn that controls the Undertaker, that gives the Undertaker power. Forgot to tell you that. Uh, Paul Bearer walks around with a giant urn that controls and empowers the undertaker. Okay. So like the undertaker would be like knocked down and he'd be t- getting his ass whooped. And then Paul bear would like raise it to the sky and the undertaker would sit up and just start beating, beating people up like as if nothing would happen. Um, but, uh, Yokozuna, af- deathly afraid of caskets. And I understand that. Cause I mean, he was like a 600 pound man. Uh, tight spaces are probably not fun for him. Uh, but during the course of the match, uh, his Yokozuna's managers get the um, get the urn, give it to Yokozuna. Yokozuna knocks Undertaker out with it and then opens it up and this green mist comes flowing out of the, of the urn. And then the Undertaker gets put in the casket and they're pushing the casket up up the ramp like it's a trophy. And then green mist comes flowing out of the casket. And then the, the Undertaker appears on the screen. And he's like, I will not rest in peace. I will be back. And then he ascends to the heavens. That, that whole thing. That whole idea of like, like, I will not rest in peace. It's great. That's great. Mm-hmm. I... That is like a stellar. I don't know. That's that showmanship right there. That that to me is like that's yeah. That is the Mike Awesome level of uh, <laughs> <laughs> of showmanship. You know. Um, so so when the Undertaker comes back, how do you think he comes back? 
Like, uh, after ascending to the heavens. I assume they literally, uh, that he is straight up actually <laughs> is, is brought down uh, on via wire uh, to the ring. That would be the only thing I could think of. You're a couple years off. Um, <laughs> he, does, he does do that in 1996. In 1994, he comes back. Um, he comes back to face himself. And Leslie Nielsen from Naked Gun is <laughs> going to <laughs> is going to crack the case of who the, of where the Undertaker is, oh and who God. and who has the real Undertaker? Because the entire crux of the story is Paul Bearer says the Undertaker is coming back, but only after Ted De- the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase is like I have the Undertaker he's coming back at SummerSlam and Paul Bear is like no I have the Undertaker he's coming back at like he's going to beat your Undertaker so there's an Undertaker versus Undertaker match at SummerSlam and they they find a guy who is a, like almost the exact same guy as Mark Calloway to be the under the Underfaker okay that is okay you you bring in someone as like I don't know, incredible, and, and someone I, I idolize, which is Leslie Nielsen, I had no idea that he was even a – he even ju- like had a storyline in WWF. That's fantastic <laughs> to me. I assume uh, – is he playing like that, like that same – Yes. He's same, playing yeah. the okay. same character from the Naked Gun. Excellent. Um, Excellent. Then what – so 95 – um. He doesn't do much. He feuds with Ted DiBiase for like a and his group for like a, a full year, and then um, he is a, he's attacked by a madman named Mankind, and they have a match. They have a match that's in a boiler room. They have oh, a match yeah. in like an. They have like a brutal like no like just a a, a cat like he wrestles. Mankind has a has a. <laughs> A mommy kink with another man's ma- like valet, uh, but that that's gold dust. So they're just two weirdos with a insanely hot like director wife woman, um, <laughs> and he just keeps calling her mommy. Uh, so he the Undertaker has a casket match with Gold Dust, and then he has a buried alive match with Mankind, where he's buried alive, but he wins, but he ends up getting buried alive anyways. It's it's weird. So we go. He, he gets buried alive. He disappears. He comes back, and uh, like a, a month. This later, is around the time that uh, Paul Bearer decides to align himself with mankind, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 turns on the Undertaker and aligns with mankind, and then they like have this beef a little bit. He he ends up wrestling uh, another guy, and then. Everything's like normal, quote unquote, right? For for this. And this is where now this is the point where uh Undertaker stops being this dead man. And it's around the same time that he's buried alive. So he's quite literally buried to become alive. Um Paul Bearer goes like, Hey, like your brother's alive. And everybody's like, Excuse me? What do you mean? The Undertaker has a brother? He's dead. How does he have a brother? First off, what do you mean he's got a brother? And what do you mean he's alive? I'm confused. And then the Undertaker's like, Yeah. So when I was a kid, um, 
my parents ran a funeral home or, a cre- or like a funeral home with a cremation oven and it went up in flames and I was the only person to survive it. And I lived with that survivor's guilt for the rest of my life. Like I, I've, I've lived with this forever. My brother Kane died. And that's when Paul Bear is like, nah, nah, nah. Kane's alive. He's alive. He's absolutely alive. And Undertaker's like, shut the fuck up. You're lying. And he's like, he's alive and he's coming for you. And now you know Kane because he scared the ever-living shit out of you, uh, yes. as he did with many of us. He debuts in a first-ever match called Hell in a Cell between Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. And he rips the door off of the cell. And it was, it was this whole thing of, like, no one can get in, no one's getting out of this thing, and he walks in, rips the door off the fucking hinges, look, eyes him up, and then drops him on his head. And then walks out. Yeah, Dave has, yeah, and that's when he becomes a real person. So he, he he was dead for the first like six years of his career, and then he became alive to have a feud with his brother, where they set each other, they attempted to set each other on fire. Yeah, kind of makes uh, <laughs> that kind of chalks up my understanding of of <laughs> wrestling. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know that was that didn't make anything less confusing. I can tell you that. Much. <laughs> I think I think what's amazing is like how much there's like I think I I didn't know this until now was like eras of like their career where it's like it wasn't you know you you explained like Undertaker it's like well this is when he was like dead and then alive and then there's I don't know this like storyline this like that goes over their entire career while also fully changing in a mm-hmm. sense of their characters where like in a normal story that that wouldn't exist you can't just change but it seems that they or rather change so significantly but it, they do and that's really cool mm-hmm. they have that ability to do that yeah, he, he ends up from there wrestling with his brother becomes a cult leader becomes a satanic cult leader who doesn't uh, want that <laughs> aligns with the the boss he sells out to become a a, a corporate satanic cult leader gets hurt goes away for a couple months comes back as a uh leather jacket denim jean vest wearing tobacco chewing redneck uh biker dude um does that for a couple years gets buried alive again by kane who at this point has unmasked um and in the same night uh sent shane mcmahon vince mcmahon's son to the hospital in an ambulance, uh, which ended a feud where he also set Shane McMahon's testicles on fire with a car battery. Uh, yeah. and, sh- and Shane McMahon uh, attempted to murder him by putting a cinder block on a uh, the gas pedal of a limo and sent the limo into a truck. Um, and then Undertaker I comes to, back. I just have to say, we we were talking about a, a guy who got his bus uh, graffitied and beat up clowns. To yeah, so this guy also just started trying to actually murder someone with cinder blocks. This is a very different wrestling. Like, how many years different was was our was you know Mike Awesome, Mike Awesome, yeah, to to this level of Undertaker setting people's balls on fire. Three years. Three, oh, okay. three years. Really? Wow. So yes. really, so really, decades is what you're telling me. <laughs> that's that's the thing. Wrestling, time is a flat circle in pro wrestling <laughs> because you're just like, 
we went from like you know <laughs> fighting clowns to 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 you know simulated murder. How that must have been years, right? That eh, three years. You know, three years. Like, that it. that to me would have been like this is like a twenty year story in my eyes. In like, reality, it's yeah. not. I mean, at, at, at the same time as Mike Awesome fighting clowns, rapping clowns, on the other side of the channel, w, or WWF, they're doing the whole story of who hit Steve Austin with a car. Oh, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. And it was Rikishi. Because yeah. he did it he for did the He did it people. for The Rock. And I did it for The Rock. Which, in, in, in a vacuum, that's very good storytelling. Hey, I, I hit that motherfucker with a car so that one of our people would have a chance to be atop the card. One of us Samoans. You know, I did it for family. Uh, and, but it's just the fact that it was Rikishi who did it. Um, but also, Rikishi got chokeslammed off of a cell, much like uh, Mankind, but it, it was in a... He was chokeslammed into a truck with a bunch of hay in it. Hay? Yeah, yeah like that's, hay. Like, yeah. That's not... I very would've... random too. Very... <laughs> go back and watch that match. Like, why the hell did they even like? Hey, bring this out. Well, there's just this. So, Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson were instructed to make sure nobody leave. They're like, they're like, no one's getting out of the the. Like, they're making sure that like I think I think they were trying to make sure that, uh, the Rock didn't get out of it. Like, I don't know. I think that was the whole the crux of it. But somehow. Rikishi and The Undertaker got out, and the two biggest men in the match, one being close to 400 pounds, um, climbed up top so that he got chokeslammed off of it onto the truck, which probably had a bunch of fucking padding on it. Um, I'm just trying to think of, like, what else happened in those three years. Um, I mean, Triple H was kind of racist. Um, I mean, definitely was racist uh, on camera. Told Booker T that people like him don't get to win championships. Um, well, that's not. Uh, well, that's problematic in oh! 2022. Oh, that's right. Also, what happened? Uh, Hulk Hogan tried to kill The Rock with a semi truck. And, and I'm uh, now my knowledge of wrestling is not that much, but I also want to say that I would not put it past Hulk Hogan to do that in real life. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. took Scorpion King away from me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, um, there's a lot of vehicles blowing up <laughs> during that time of... period, dude. Like, say. I mean, I, I think I forget who it was. I think it was Bruce Pritchard, uh, who is like was at the time and now again is um, like a head member of the creative uh, for WWE. But he basically said that like they they showed up every week to TV in like the attitude era and we're like what can we destroy this week like what what can sh- what can stone cold destroy this week oh he can destroy a corvette with a cement truck let's fucking do it oh he can drop a fucking wrecking ball on a tour bus let's fucking do it he's driving a zambonian let's fucking do it a beer truck let's fucking do it. monster truck let's do it it doesn't matter anything can we get can can he drive it you know it's just wild that it's just like, like I explained a, a single person's career up to the halfway point of their career. Like the undertaker wrestled until 2020 
and I only we only explained to two thousand and four. See that to me is insane. That like once again, like we said, like it's just just crazy how much happens. Uh, but I guess each week, right? Like mm-hmm. something can go on. It, it it's happening so often yeah. uh, that you're not like you know these storylines can be built for a long time. I, I I don't know enough about like their TV scheduling. Is there are there off seasons or is this a every week kind of deal? It's every week. So you, oh yeah, okay. So you you have way more time to build storylines within a year than you would a normal show, like anything else. You can fully talk, you can fully develop and change, and 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 you know identity swap and all of that. Uh, I mean, like you're. I'm saying this as someone. I I have I have multiple Wikipedia pages open of everyone you've now commented on, and I'm just like. The fu- why are there so many ring names of every wrestler? <laughs> they all have 20 of them. And I'm like, and I understand some of them might be because before they were in, you know, they found their right character. I know that like the rock wasn't always the rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and so like I look back and then, you know, you're talking to me about the undertaker and I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Hold on. So their undertaker's a person, but then he had identities of like, dead man identity and and american badass what the fuck are, how deep does this go like i am i i just i just read just as we were talking i just saw the term he became the holy trinity and i went i have i am beyond understanding of what this could be. sorry the unholy trinity it, it's insane to me oh i i can't uh yeah yeah it, oh man that is just it's nuts and i should say and i know we're not talking about him and i know we didn't you know we barely kind of scratched the surface and we do not need to get into it i just need to i know you all know this kane is the mayor of a town (laughs) like the guy in the mask is is a mayor of it he is a public it's not a public figure in terms of i do porn now it's the public figure of i actually make decisions for a city <laughs> like that's insane to me also don't go to his twitter page yeah don't do that because the irony is the guy who's known for wearing a mask does not like wearing masks that actually is fantastic that <laughs> uh, that makes that makes things so much better. Like honestly, the the well, okay. To be fair though, his mask really didn't cover the part right. that he really needed them to. So that's true. You know, he's got a point. You know, he's he has stayed true to the the mask he likes to wear. Uh, that is true. Um, yeah, no. Like I, the thing is, is like I probably let's see. I watch about three hours on Monday. I watch about an hour on Tuesday. I watch. Or no, two hours on Tuesday. I watch two hours on Wednesday. I watch two hours on Thursday. I watch two hours on Friday, maybe three. Uh, Let me ask you this: You actually sit down and watch Monday Night Raw? Yeah. Live. Yeah. Bless you. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> bro. I love wrestling. Like, like I like. This is why I made the dork side because like I enjoy pro wrestling, faults and all, right? And it's fa- it it reminds me. It's like a it's a weekly reminder to people who are listening that like wrestling is fucking stupid. Like the idea that there are scantily clad men who are varying degrees of oil and tan 
grappling each other for minutes on end because they disagreed with each other at one point. Like that's the basis of like all wrestling. Like this uh, this sun- uh, Sunday, uh, there will be a dog collar match between MJF and CM Punk. There will be blood, all because MJF looked up to CM Punk, got jealous of CM Punk, and CM Punk took disrespect uh, from what MJF has been as a human being. Like, it is very stupid that that's what it's like. They had a disagreement, and now they're going to be chained to each other by the neck, and they're going to make each other bleed. That is objectively dumb however in pro wrestling it's fucking amazing it's gonna be great it's gonna be very enjoyable and it's like a reminder that like even when wrestling is bad if you don't enjoy it then you just stop enjoying it and that's fine i like my thing has always been and like vaughn i think this this encompasses and sums up your fandom is like you enjoy what you enjoy if you don't enjoy it you're not going to spend energy on something you don't enjoy. You'll check in. Maybe, hey, it gets a little bit better. Hey, I can tolerate this a little bit more. Maybe I can't. But, like, I mean, I don't see you going on Twitter for 40-minute rants about how, you know, WWE uh, booked a very dumb angle and they spent that that time doing that when, you know, they could be giving... So you just go, hey, look, like I think they could be using their time better. And yeah, there's there's silver lining to everything. I always look yeah. at the at the bright side of things and say that you know the product's not for whatever angles that they're they're doing right now. It's not for me. Their mm-hmm. target audience is different. And then you put audience in quotes because it's not fans that they're trying to correct. You know, get their eyes on the product. It's investors. It's sponsors, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You know, and um. To allude, like the the only reason I said like wow, you sit there and watch Raw for three hours, it's more so like a time thing. Like, oh yeah, I just couldn't. It, the program is way too long. So what I do these days is I'll wait for somebody to put up a highlight, which is condensed to like forty forty five minutes maybe, mm-hmm. and watch that on YouTube before it gets taken down for copyright infringement. <laughs> and then the next day, uh, I listen to uh, Post Wrestling, my favorite podcast. And they'll pretty much sum up the news of what happened, and they'll review Raw. And that's mm-hmm. how I consume Monday Night Raw these days. I'll definitely mm-hmm. always tune in to pay-per-views. Yep. And and right now, it's like Dynamite, because Dynamite is fun to watch. But other than that, everything else is almost like just listen to what, the, what post-wrestling says. And if a segment or a match actually gets a lot of buzz, then I'll go out of my way to try to catch that, that segment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a sicko. <laughs> I'm absolutely a sicko. Like, is that uh, you know, ten hours a week plus? Like, that's not even including inter- independent wrestling. Ma- like, yeah, there's too much. There's way too much wrestling. A, like, I don't. I I I, sh- I don't. Pr- I probably don't average that in a week per se. Mm-hmm. But over the course of a month, that's probably what I average. Is like, oh hey, like I would have li- like, all right, cool. Like I missed last week's Raw. Like Hulu does a great job of like. They just cut that, cut out the bullshit, and they're like, "Hey, here's, you know, the the hour and a half version that uh, is good." Um, right. So that that's pretty good. Um, but like SmackDown has been really good. Uh, I mean, Roman Reigns is a manipulative, toxic person. It, it, he he has com- gone completely over the edge, and it's it's incredible. Yeah, he's on the run of a lifetime. You know, he's not he's not setting people on fire or uh, ascending to the ceiling. 
Um, but I mean, you know, he's telling his cousin that he loves him and then he's choking him the fuck out. So, or, or doing, <laughs> he's choking out, he's choking out Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> and then as he, as Ray's on the ground, he looks at him. The best thing that I've ever, Roman ever did was he wished him a happy father's day <laughs> for choking him out. He's, he's toxic. He, he literally cried because not like he cried because to beat to to remain the champion he was going to have to murder his other cousin to to murder one cousin to have his other cousin give up in the match. Uh, he uh, also hit a man with a with a golf cart and was unfazed by it. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he is. Uh, he. He pinned two men at the same time uh, on at the main event of WrestleMania after saying that that's what he was going to do. Um, we were talking about wrestling and not the courier system only fans, right? Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I had like I had a joke about about pinning two men at the same time, but then I wasn't gonna say it just because. Uh, is that is was... that on is that on is that on the only <laughs> is that in yeah. the OnlyFans box? <laughs> that's on the only that yeah 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 that's I the ultra those, that's the ultra comes in those mystery boxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it's kind of cool though that like there's a such a passion for it um because I mean as as a casual as like someone who who doesn't know anything about it who doesn't like who never really got into wrestling and seeing like oh yeah no like I will watch hours of it like and and you said it you said they're like well it is dumb and it's like yeah but also like there are people who watch Riverdale you know and mm-hmm. and I'm, i am one of those people i want to make that very clear <laughs> like there, it's it is it is drama comedy kind of soap opera like to an like it kind of is in that side of like uh of, of storytelling that's the same as every as every show that exists that is the same thing i i proudly talk about my love of teen dramas are you kidding me have this, you watched bel air uh, not yet. No, it's it's on the it's on the list to watch. I it's on the, it's fair, on the cock. Watching tons. Oh, it, it trust me. Cock. I can't. I have to watch it. I have to watch it. As, a, as such a fan of Fresh Prince and and also uh, when it the I remember seeing the original trailer for it. Um, that, like the 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 oh, fan, the fan trailer that was yeah. made that that turned into a show. To me, I will support that shit forever because i love that idea i love the fact mm-hmm. that someone made a fan trailer and then it actually became a show because it was what it was well made and that i i hate this is a this is a rabbit hole and i have to go down but i'll just keep it simple it's like i hate when people were like ah they've run out of ideas like no this is like like there, people were comparing it to like the powerpuff live action show that was going on like oh can't believe they're just rehashing nostalgia and it's like well one of these things is an obvious cash grab that has no heart to it and the other one is all heart like it's all passion it's all it's all like i I think it's crazy that someone would be like well this is a cash grab." i was like and and i have heard people talk about this i know this has nothing to do with wrestling but it's (laughs) seriously it's insane to me that people have this problem of like oh it's just the same old stuff it's like no, there can be in a reimagining and, and a complete reinvention. Like it, it's it's a different style. It's it's yeah, the characters are the same. Like the character names are the same, but I do not believe that this show feels the same as mm. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I'll tell you that. I can tell you that without ever seeing it, it will not be. It will not feel the exact same. You would how you would watch the original show because it is two different shows. It's funny that you say that 
that has nothing to do with wrestling, but Vaughn, like, that it, that describes wrestling for the last 20 years is just rehashing things. Oh, yeah, yeah. In varying yeah. degrees, obviously. It's like some, some things are very bad, but, you know. Or just uh, uh, the old trope of <clears throat> we're not we're not doing well enough with our current crop of talent. Let's just continue to bring in Bill Goldberg. Mm, boy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. It was good for the first time and the second time, and then it wasn't. Um, I mean, like we're getting Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for at WrestleMania for the third time in it, seven years. Do you think that's because? Uh, like I don't know about you know viewership mm. or anything like that, but if is there a decline? Is has there been a decline in viewership, and is that why they're bringing like these? Uh, and I'm gonna be very clear about this: yeah. these grandfathers to wrestle instead <laughs> of like new, you know, up and comers because it's just not as much of a draw. And so to get viewership, like bring Brock Lesnar in. That's like crazy fucking steroid abusing man who's like a giant will of course do it because you know he's like i i what is he 52 probably uh brock brock is 44 no, okay no, he's not 40 he's, he's not 44 he's 44 years of no, age. no 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 yeah. no he's got to be like 48 49 hold on here hold he on is, i'm gonna be floored his, his, here his his birthday july 12th 1977 he is get 44 the fuck out of here of age. Yeah. good lord that's you know what? Shout out to Brock Lesnar. I mean, you are younger than I thought you were. I mean, it makes sense. He won the title when he was 25, and that was in 2002, which was 20 years ago. Like, I don't. It's yeah. just wild to me. Um, so to answer your question, and Vaughn, you can give your perspective on it because I don't think anybody has the the definite answer. He he's a he's a marketable name, and he's also entertaining as fuck. And it's one of the, it's like he's the anomaly because they'll do that occasionally where they're like, hey, we're relying on old names like Bill Goldberg as just on their name recognition, but their performance does not warrant the position that they're getting. And that's not the case with Brock. Like Brock, they've actually, like, this is a weird, like, they've told this story for seven years of Brock basically owning Roman Reigns. And now Roman Reigns is on this level that no one has been on in quite some time in WWE. And here comes Brock Lesnar, the last hurdle that he has. He's conquered every other person, every other demon that he's ever had. He beat Daniel Bryan, who was the, who was the guy who the fans wanted over him. He beat John Cena, who was the face of the company. He is now the face of the company. He's beaten every challenger he's had and now is the last major last major hurdle for him and his legacy is beating the guy that he's never quite been able to beat he beat him once but every moment especially the biggest moments like wrestlemania he comes up short and this is the time for him to not come up short um so in a story-wise sense it lines up it makes sense business-wise you can't there's not many bigger names in in the in the field than Brock Lesnar, so I, I, like Vaughn, what do you think? Brock just transcends sports because he's a once in a lot lifetime athlete. You know, some a, a big, fresh, hungry kid who could do anything. Um, 
And uh, it's just nobody else matches up to him. Even when they put him up, when he when he came back, you know, he was working Taker and he was working Cena. He was working Hunter. Um, people that, you know, from the old era, like, kept him down. But once he demolished Cena at SummerSlam, like, I don't think there's anyone else in the company that has come up that, that that's seen on the same level as him. So the fans just perceive, like, they just can't get behind anyone because when you put him up against Brock, he just destroys him. Mm. That's a, that's, yeah, that's a fair point. Um, I, uh, I, 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 I mean, my, my knowledge of Brock Lesnar obviously was also from wrestling. And then um, since then and, and where I work now has been mm. UFC heavy. But uh, he is a, he's a strong lad, hey? He's a big, big he boy. Is. I yeah, like the first guy I think whatever to wear four X gloves in the UFC. Yeah, he had big he meaty is, paws. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is a dense person. Um, it, it, he's not as overall. dense as that Keontae guy. That Keontae oh. guy was. I tried lifting that Keontae guy, and he felt like he was very dense, very dense yeah. human being. He's deceivingly dense. Uh, that's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> so, also, fun fact: Brock Lesnar, uh, without ever playing football past like middle school was like the last person cut from making the Minnesota Vikings. Also, he was wearing the number 69. He's just Shout one out. of us. <laughs> Shout out to the number 69. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, uh, it just comes down to, you know, wrestling is a promotion and you have to promote big names that people are willing to spend money on. And WWE's at a point where People just go despite hating it, and it's the weirdest. Th- it's the weirdest thing I've ever fucking seen. Like, they'll go, they'll spend hundreds of dollars to get a good ticket, and then just spend the night being disruptive and not enjoying what they're seeing. And it's like you could have saved a hundred dollars, saved a couple hundred dollars, and not gone. <laughs> like you could have mm-hmm. just, you could have, and and you would have had a better time. Um, Man, I was at the. Uh... The last pay-per-view, I was there live, the last pay-per-view before, you know, the pandemic shut everything down, Elimination Chamber 2020. In my neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah, I was there. Uh, My friend, we were supposed to go to a Washington Nationals game, and then he's like, (laughs) instead of going to D.C., we started driving to Philly, and I'm like, where are you going? He's like, no, it's a surprise. And we got tickets, like, right on the, near the ramp. Um, If you actually watch, because if you actually watch the pre-show, I think it's like... Kurt, Kurt Hawkins, uh, Brian Myers, and Zach Ryder, Matt Cardona versus, I think, the Viking Raiders. And like, I'm like right in Cardona's face <laughs> as they're coming out. But that's like the only time I was on the broadcast. Point being, though, you know, Philly is known as a, a pretty good wrestling town. And man, those people were just quiet. That was the quietest. It was bizarre how mm-hmm. quiet the crowd was for that entire show. Yeah. And there is an elimination chamber. It's like a gimmick match that people actually want to tune into, and nobody gave a damn. Yeah. Oh, uh, before we go, I did want to bring, uh, now that you bring that up, uh, fun fact, uh, WB has a, a match and event called Elimination Chamber. Due to the fact that it's called the Elimination Chamber, Germany calls it No Way Out. And then, and then WWE ran in a in 2013, and they used to run an event called No Way Out. 
and then they didn't. They replaced it with Elimination Chamber. So Germany just kept calling it No Way Out. So then when WWE ran a No Way Out event later in the same year as an Elimination Chamber <laughs> event, Germany was like, uh, fuck, what are we calling this? Uh, no Escape. Yeah, probably a good call for Germany there. Yeah. Just a, just a good idea. Um, that I, uh, I laugh because that is actually like, you know, there is something very comical about that. <laughs> like, yeah. there is something very funny about just like elimination match. Oh, never mind, Germany. We oh, maybe, call- maybe not yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, maybe you, not you. You will have the no escape. You'll have the no way out match. Like, you had some problems in the past with that. So let's keep you did- away from that. And I think that's, that's what drives a lot of WWE's thinking is they're doing it to like the, the, they're a global company. They have television mm-hmm. translated in 40 different languages, aired in 200-some-odd countries. Like No longer airing in Russia. Though. No longer? Yeah. Hey, look, we'll hold an event called Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia, but yeah. but Russia will not be able to watch our content. Well, um, now, now, Saudi Arabia has never done anything wrong, right? I'm pretty sure. Let's. Hey, you know what? Uh, let's not talk about it. We're going to get canceled from Saudi Arabia. And I, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's... Yeah. That's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just it's wild. Uh, last uh, lasting impressions from the uh, uh, Mike Awesome versus ICP and Vampiro feud. Uh, Shay, we'll start with you. Uh, I forgot Vampiro was a part of that. I completely ignored <laughs> everything about him. It did not matter at all. It turns out uh, I don't even know if Vampiro is actually part of ICP uh, or if he was just a wrestler and then the ICP guys were like, well, he wears makeup. So we will too. Either way. Love, love, uh, Mike awesome. Love the name. Mike awesome. Uh, hate the bus unless it had graffiti on it. Uh, kind of wish the ICP guy, not because I want someone to get hurt, but it would have been funnier if he did land like (laughs) maybe a foot foot back and he would have like his body would have hit the stage and then he would have crumpled. Um, but that's just my, you know, horrific mind no i mean you know give it 10 out of 10 train wreck Uh, we got 9 out of 10 though vaughn what about you lasting impressions uh well first and foremost it's always really fun to to have somebody here who doesn't have the same uh fandom as we do with wrestling and to hear his thoughts and impressions especially during a time period that we don't think fondly of right Mm -hmm. Um, you know, again, man, like seeing Mike Awesome being treated that way, put into a get try, I guess, doing his best to get this gimmick over that was never going to get over was just <laughs> it was such a treat. And, and just the match against a guy in Vampire who we both know, you know <laughs> wouldn't take a bump to save his life uh, <laughs> was was hilarious. It's like, man, he did all these hardcore matches, he was part of I. ICP. He had a trilogy of stinkers against Sting. Um, WCW 2000 was just uh, what a time to be alive. Okay, I like that. Good. I do. I I love. I love that the having somebody who doesn't have the same basis and understanding and background and and history with it uh, is it, it's it's such a nice touch that. I appreciate you noticing as somebody who, you know, it's just like, all right, like, yeah, no, this was shit. This was absolute for me and you, this was utter garbage. This was garbage. 
However, it was fun garbage, and sharing the fun garbage with somebody who didn't know it was garbage, and just being like, this man did cocaine and then fought clowns. This is great. And it's like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. It, he just he did just do a line of cocaine and just fight clowns. Yeah, that that makes us not not garbage. Um, that 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 feels good. that gives me the warm feels. That's why I was like, Ooh. <laughs> it makes it honestly <laughs> makes me realize how hilarious wrestling can be in that sense. Yeah. Like it's yeah yeah. It's it's a again it's a weekly reminder uh, for my listeners and every couple weeks for me is getting people who aren't wrestling fans. And the, my favorite thing is being like, hey, like I messaged, I messaged you, Shay. I was like, hey, do you want to be on the dork side of the ring? You're like, I don't know anything about wrestling, but sure. And I'm like, perfect. That's exactly what I want. <laughs> I want at least one person who doesn't know what the fuck is going on to, so that they can ask the questions of like, hey, so is this like normal? And it's like, cool, yes, but also no. Um, yeah. Uh, we're going to wrap up here. We're going to leave. But before we leave, I would like you guys one more time Tell the people where they can find you, plug your stuff, plug any causes or, or, or charities or anything that, you know, are close to home or anything you would like to, you know, impart to the listeners before you go. We'll start with you, Vaughn. Uh, the floor is yours. Yeah, sure. You guys can find me over at twitch.tv slash there can be only Vaughn if you're into PlayStation content. I mostly play on console there. So anything and everything that's Sony first party will be played. Um, over on Twitter on Vaughn on Twitch. I do randomly post a lot of wrestling stuff and share gifts daily with <laughs> whatever's going on in the crazy world of wrestling. And uh, just put a plug out to uh, Post Wrestling. So if anyone listens to this, check out that podcast as well. The fantastic guys over there, Waiting and John Pollock. Those guys put in a tremendous amount of work. So uh, for the for the fandom here, you know, loving pro wrestling. So. Hell yeah. Love it. Love it. Shay, what about you, pal? Yeah. Uh, if you, uh, if you just want to talk about, um, you know, your favorite, uh, teen drama or just, you know, get a recap of what happened last week on the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, you can go to my, uh, live stream, uh, twitch.tv slash Shay. Uh, this, in all honesty, I actually have been considering coming back to streaming, I haven't done it in years, uh, but I thought, you know what? Why not? I got some free time now. It works a little bit, you know, works easier. Got a handle on it. So uh, hoping to make a make a splash and just kind of enjoy it again um, after after a few years off uh, socials. It's I am a Shea Woods um, as I'm not not the only, but I am a Shea Woods uh, of there's probably many. Um, and that is not a joke. If you ever want to talk about the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, you you can absolutely DM me. I would <laughs> I would love that. That and musicals. If that's really all I would want to talk about, uh, if I could. But turns out no one ever wants to talk to me about either one of those. So I'm actually behind. I, I want to. I got to start season three. Oh yeah. So season three is all right. Season four. Wait, no. Are we on season four? Yeah, we're on season four. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I I can't. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. I, I recommend it to everyone. Uh, everyone I talk to, people on the street, I have I have told them about it, uh, and they they will consistently ignore me. Um, but that's okay. <laughs> you know what? There you go. When you're when you're going back to your alma mater to take down the picture of Chris Jericho, and you're getting put in the back of the paddy wagon. As the doors close, we'll hear three things. Go go watch the marvelous Miss Miss Maisel. Use your Twitch Prime on twitch.com, twitch.tv slash Keontae and fuck affiliates. Yeah, fuck affiliates. That's what Keontae would say. Um, 
which I, of course, am not anymore. So, you know, that's that's that uh, hateful, hateful, spiteful, <laughs> you know, potentially problematic person named Keontae. Still can't believe Tumble did that. <laughs> it's it, it just every little factor that had to go into where he was, A, at TwitchCon, B, wearing your partner badge, and C... Mm-hmm. Happening to uh, happening to come across an uh, uh, somebody streaming live from the convention, and D them being on the front page to hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, definitely not. I will never bet with Tumble on. Let's swap cards and see who can be <laughs> rude to people and get them to hate us uh, ever again. So he did that at nine in the morning. <laughs> He, yeah, had he, all, was... <laughs> he, he had all day, all day to ruin your reputation. He did that nine and said, I'm good. <laughs> the best part is, is I went and did interviews during that with people, like with like companies. <laughs> and like, I was just kind of being a little bit dickish, but like that was it. Right. And I just kept saying my name was Tumble. Wait, but like, I wasn't that bad. Was that uh, this? That was the same day me and you were going around taste testing all the energy supplements, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We did those. Like we were like in the morning. I think I started with like the yeah. I started. I had like a couple like things I had to do like on stage, and I so I wore his badge and, and said it was me. <laughs> because if there's one thing you should know about like be doing content creation is that networking as someone not you is probably the best way to grow. Is <laughs> not telling people your actual name. Uh, so they'll never be able to find you is the best way to grow your channel. Just have FYI. And yeah, Vaughn, we did go yeah. taste every energy. Vaughn, we went to all 13 supplement booths in the span of... Never have enough supplement booths at a uh, gaming convention. <laughs> no. Let me tell you, in- energy gummies aren't great. <laughs> Dude, they were garbage. Yeah, they were trash. Wait, I was I was vibrating on a on a, a <laughs> straight up on like a biblical frequency. Like I was, I transcended we, human existence that day. We saved the bang for last. Like the bang, like the oh, ba- the free bang can. Uh, can yeah, <laughs> I, I would I would love to make this very public, and I'm glad this is. I, I have a, a platform to do this on this podcast. The only good thing about bang. Are the hot women serving you bang at those conventions? <laughs> bang is a dog shit energy drink. No one should ever, ever put in their mouth. Man, you just screwed the bag. Like Dan Blazarian is never going to come onto the dork set. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was, man. but that, but that, and that is me saying this. Tumbledore, <laughs> Tumbledore. That is me saying this. Also, I hate women. Once again, my name is Tumbledore. <laughs> my name is Tumbledore. <laughs> I'm I now the biggest the biggest bit would for me to put that Tumbledore returns the dorks of the ring this time alongside there can only be Vaughn. Oh, oh it makes me man. sad that I didn't think of this earlier. Uh, I really I really should have the, come as Tumbledore and just like not said anything to him. Oh, yeah. it would have been perfect. Yeah. Well, you'll come on again in the future. And so yeah. will he. Oh. Yeah, I just go. now I kind of want to I, I kind of want to get you guys on at the same time and be like hey like just do the bit where you where you're Keontae to him and then you're tumbled in and then be like hey guys so uh welcome uh we've got Tumbledore and my friend you know my friends Tumbledore and uh Shay on and then you guys would be like fuck you will not uh you will not be able to air that episode it will it will not be good <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, yeah. The, the, the lengths to go would just I I would just record it and be like, all right, I got them both on. Be like, look, this is the voice of Twitch.tv's Tumbledore saying this, despite him saying it'd be the ultimate blackmail episode. <laughs> yeah, it really would. Yeah, yeah, we would. It would. It would escalate too fast. It. Um, it I mean, you end. You ended it by saying, I, Tumbledore, hate women. Like, they, like yeah, yeah, that's, that is not, that is not as far as we would go to no. uh, ruin each other's lives as a joke. <laughs> just, just insane. Incredible. Uh, uh, thank you guys for coming on. I appreciate it. I've kept you well past the two hours that I said I was going to keep you here uh, for, but thank you guys. I love you guys. And I cannot wait to have you on again in the future. Love you too. Oh yeah, brother. Thank you, Shay. Thank you, Vaughn. Appreciate it, guys, for coming on, having a good time, being uh, fantastic guests. Uh, I really do have to have to get this a handle on the on the thing. I'd be I'd be just making your eardrums just too overjoyed with uh, with the good the good feels, the good hangs, the good talks here on the dark side of the ring. Thank you. Go give them follows again. Follow what they're doing and what they're working on. Um. Yeah, that's all I got for this week. Uh, next week's episode, currently not recorded. Uh, so if it does not get recorded, it's okay because I do have t- two or three things I can I can throw together for uh, for some some dork side uh, for next week's episode. But I should get at least one recorded. I don't know what it is. Either we're going to be talking about Katie Vick with my friends PDR and McKay from the CPF chat, or going to be talking about and so so now you'll know the next two episodes the week following that uh jake the snake roberts versus rick martel the model martel from wrestlemania 7 in a blindfolded match uh is a lot of fun that one the second one will be with my friends from from twitch.tv who are local to me in philadelphia ellie face and kevin spicy doing the good 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 hangs with good friends that is the plan for the next two weeks uh, after that, we've got um, a couple a couple other topics with some new faces. And after that, it is clear sailing to Phase 2 video podcast coming up. Familiar faces you're going to see again. And uh, just overall a good time ahead of us. I thank you guys. The journey that we are, have been taking and continue to take here on Dork Side of the Ring and on Grum.tv has been just satisfying, creatively satisfying. Um, especially like during some times where it's like, I'm, I don't really have that much drive to be creative. It's good to be like, yeah, but I can put out content still. I can put out me and my friends hanging out. Apologies for the yawning. Again, like I said, I had, uh, I was at the Sixers game last night, uh, did not get home till later and, uh, spent a whole day, whole, whole several hours just, just cheering and, and being happy. And hanging out with with Katie, who's good time. I love you, babe. Uh, thank you guys so much. I will see you guys next week. It is myself uh, and one of those two topics. Either we're going to talk about Katie Vick with PDR and McKay, or we're going to talk about uh, Jake the Snake Roberts versus Rick the Model Martel in a blindfolded match from WrestleMania Seven with Ellie Face and Kevin Spicy. Uh, continue to follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at Dorkside Ring. Uh, the video podcast aspect is definitely going to help us because we'll be able to, like, you know, put out, out easier content that I won't have to edit myself, like, from scratch to do. Uh, Dorkside Ring on Twitter, 
and on Instagram. Follow us. Follow me at I am Grum on Twitter and on Instagram if you don't already. Uh, Grum.tv is the community Discord for all my content, like the Dork Side of the Ring and my YouTube, which you can find it if you search T Grum on YouTube. Also, there I do live streams once, at least once a week, uh, provided I have the time to do so. Um, I'm going to start playing Elden Ring this week. I think. I think Friday I'm going to because I got work, so I got. I got work Saturday, so I'll probably do that. That'll probably be. I also have to finish tearing the Pokemon list, which I did somewhat. I didn't finish, but I need to finish. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. Oh, support.grum.tv is is the Patreon, right? Uh, continue. Uh, I know you heard the. If you, if you didn't skip through, there's a preview of the watch along that myself, it's only Jill and Mop Garden did, and that's all. That's about it. That's all I got for y'all. So thank you guys again. Uh, for being here on the Dork Side of the Ring podcast with me and Shay and Vaughn. But most importantly, you, the loyal listeners. Thank you so much. Until next time, I am Grum, and I will be seeing you guys next time where we don't take wrestling as serious because wrestling is better when no one is taking it seriously. This has been the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. I am Grum. Thank you. I'll see you next week here on the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. Uh-